I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. In this video, I'm going to share with you two powerful quotes to show you that you can actually accomplish more in a week or even in a day than the average person does in a year or in a decade. Time is not what you think it is. Time and space are more of a metaphor. They're not actually a reality. They're also very, as Einstein would say, relative. They're subjective and individual. My time is not the same as your time. And this is kind of a core concept of Einstein's theory of relativity. And then I'm going to go into the two quotes and show you how you can start living in and accomplishing and expanding and stretching time out such that you can accomplish and achieve more internally and externally in a day than maybe the average person does in a decade. So a core premise of Einstein's theory of relativity is, is that space and time are interconnected and that the faster an object moves through space relative to another object the slower that time goes. So let me give a super practical example. If one person is going for retiring with a million dollars, it takes them 30 years to do that. That's space and time. It takes them 30 years to get from one destination to another destination, the destination being retiring with a million dollars. If one person takes 30 years to do that and another person can achieve the same goal in terms of getting to a million dollars in call it three years, then that person's time slows down and it's literally 10 times slower. Remember, the faster an object moves through space, Relative to something else, the slower their time goes. This is called time dilation. It's shown a lot in movies, for example, the movie Interstellar, where the astronauts jump on a planet that's moving really fast compared to our Earth, and that basically at every hour that they're on that planet, seven years passes by on Earth. Because time is really slow for these people because their planet is moving really fast compared to Earth. In other words, one hour passes by for these people on this planet and seven years pass by. These people's time is going much faster because they're moving slower. And so the question is, what is movement? Movement is really two things. It's external movement, meaning that externally you go from one destination to another. The internal movement is where you actually transform and grow and evolve internally. This would mean letting go of a lot of the past connections that you have, the things holding you back, your past identity, and also evolving and becoming a lot more emotionally developed. So with this idea in mind, that space and time are actually relative, they're subjective, and also there's things that you can shape. Time can fold, it can shape, it can be stretched, it can be squeezed. And if you can take a single destination, a desired destination, say that you want to you know, write a book as an example, that might take you 10 years or it might take you 10 months. And if you can find a way to do it in 10 months, then your time is 10 times slower relative to your other self that's on a different trajectory. So if you can find a way to basically scale distances in much faster, then your time will slow down. So now this brings us to the two quotes. The two quotes are the first one is from Abraham Lincoln. He said, it's not about the amount of years in your life. It's about the amount of life in your years. The deeper you go into your experiences and you do that, and there's a great concept on this called psychological flexibility, where you're willing to step out of your comfort and knowledge zone and learn and grow and have courage and willingness to grow and evolve, but also you're willing to go inward. One of my favorite quotes comes from Alcoholics Anonymous that all progress starts by telling the truth. Progress is two things. One is it's external. It's scaling some distance, could be in any goal, running a marathon, getting to a certain threshold financially, any goal there's going to be pathways to getting there that are long and trajectories that take 
a long time. And there are other trajectories that you can cut the time in half. That'd be like time folding, or you can go through a wormhole and you can get there in like one tenth or one one hundredth of the time. And if you can travel the same distance in a dramatically shorter period of time, what that means is that your time slows down because you're moving faster, similar to the planet, right? The faster you move through space relative to something else, the slower your time is. And so you can actually travel the same distance, call it in a 24-hour period of time. You can travel the same distance externally, but also internally by being open, by being courageous, by expanding and stretching yourself emotionally and maybe even spiritually and by letting go of a lot of things holding you back. You can travel the same distance relative to someone else, maybe that they don't travel even in a full lifetime. The question is, how do you travel very far externally and internally? Externally, it's really about goal clarity and goal honesty. All progress starts by telling the truth. If you're really clear in where you want to go and you're willing to be really honest about that, most people are not really honest or really clear about what they want. And so they end up creating all sorts of complex pathways to getting there. If you're really clear on what you want, goal clarity. And if you're honest about what you want, goal honesty. And if you're not embarrassed or not worried about what people think, you can find very direct pathways. You can let the future determine the present rather than letting the present shape your path forward. The key thing here is psychological flexibility. Psychological flexibility has a lot to do with identity and identity has a lot to do with what you're most committed to. And so if you get committed to something and you're willing to find pathways, a big aspect of goal setting, motivation, and even hope is what's called pathways thinking. Once you get really committed or clear on a goal or a purpose, then you begin reverse engineering and finding pathways of getting there. You become highly flexible in the process and in ultimately learning and, and adapting and finding pathways. And often those pathways can be through relationships, finding relationships that will help you get there. You also, once you get highly committed, you become a lot more open to feedback. Rather than avoiding truth and rather than avoiding feedback, you actually dramatically seek it. You're not overly worried about your current self. This is actually also a really powerful insight when it comes to identity is that your current self is not who you really are. This fits with the idea of growth mindset, that people with a growth mindset are less defined by who they are right now and they're more defined by who they want to become, whereas people with a fixed mindset overly identify with who they are now and who they've been in the past, and that leads to fragility. That leads to having a fragile identity. Dr. Daniel Gilbert actually gave a TED Talk on this called The Psychology of Your Future Self, and one of the things he said in that talk is, is that your present self is as fleeting as the present moment. And that who you'll be in five minutes from now is actually different from who you are right now. And so rather than overly identifying with who you are now, it's a lot more powerful to identify with your desired future self and then to ultimately do what your future self would do or to use your future self as the filter and hence psychological flexibility. A big part of psychological flexibility is not overly defining yourself by your present emotions. As a bias, most people overly emphasize their present emotions and so once they either get bored or distracted or fearful, they then overly magnify that, they cope and they revert and they avoid the truth or they avoid making the next step. If you get connected to your future self, if you get committed, you will then find pathways, you'll adapt, you'll emphasize more the identity of your future self, but also the emotions of your future self. And you're not devaluing your current self, but you're not inflating your current self. You're not making your future self real. You're actually recognizing that my future self is just a snapshot in time. In the future, I'll be different. That who I am now doesn't really matter that much. I actually love a quote from Brene Brown on this subject. Brene Brown said, if you're trying to be right, then you're not going to learn much because you're overly trying to prove your current knowledge and you become dogmatic. Whereas if you're trying to get it right, then you're going to be really open to changing your views. You're, if you're trying to get it right, then you're open to learning. And also you're open to letting go of your current flawed knowledge. We all have a really flawed perspective. None of us have a perfect knowledge. Our future selves hopefully will be wiser and better than we are today. And so once you get really committed, part of this idea of pathways thinking is, is that rather than trying to prove your knowledge, rather than trying to be right, you're actually seeking to try to get it right 
which means that you're just really asking genuine questions. And once you start asking genuine questions and seeking feedback, becoming open and honest about your, your blind spots, then you start transforming really fast. Most people won't do that. Most people avoid the truth about their future. They avoid uh, admitting what they most want. They also avoid getting feedback and being open and honest about their patterns and being open and on about their past and where they're still holding on to the past. And so you can transform your whole life more in a single day and you can stretch that time out and you can accomplish more, you can experience more, you can scale time more, meaning you can actually cover crazier distances in a day internally and externally than most people do in a decade. And I can just say, and I don't do this every single day, but today I'm filming this at 3 p.m. Today was a day where I stretched time. I became really open and honest about some of my own weaknesses. Rather than trying to confirm my bias, I actually tried to disconfirm it. And I sought a lot of information that helped me make a more informed decision on various things I'm doing. I also made a big investment towards my future self, which was huge, pulled a massive trigger, and am really proud of that. I also just simply took the time to film this video for you. And so that was something really powerful. Uh, that was something I want to do. That was intentional. That was actionable behavior. That was not avoidance, but it was approach-oriented. Uh, and psychologists do break up behavior into approach orientation where you're approaching something you want or avoiding something you don't want. And so when you're usually approaching things you want, you're usually going to be making massive distance towards your future self. Whereas if you're avoiding things and you're avoiding hard truths, you're avoiding admitting what you want, you're avoiding getting feedback, you're avoiding facing your past, you're avoiding facing your future. And I would argue that most people as a whole have a generally avoidance orientation where they're operating mostly out of fear. And there's a lot of research that shows that 80% or more of people operate generally out of fear or anger, meaning that they still haven't reframed and reshaped their past into post-traumatic growth. And so they're essentially dragging their past into their future rather than letting their future shape what they do in the present. They're letting the past shape what they do in the present rather than the future to shape what they do in the present. Most people are not going to be developing and expanding in their psychological and emotional flexibility. Instead, they become increasingly emotionally rigid over time where they have less and less options over time because they're so hooked and tied to their narratives and stories of the past that in the present, they have less and less options. Thus, they become increasingly fragile. Back to the idea of a fixed mindset leads to fragility. The more fragile you are, the longer over time, the more you break down. Whereas the more you have a growth mindset and are flexible, the more anti-fragile you can be, the more that you have increasing options and success in the future. So that's a really powerful quote by Abraham Lincoln, that it's not about the amount of years in your life. It's about the amount of life in your years. And the second quote that I didn't even share, which I forgot about, came from Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel is the billionaire. And he said that if you have a 10-year plan, why don't you just try to accomplish it in six months? Let's just say that you do have a 10-year plan of writing that book or running that marathon or X, Y, and Z. If you actually just brought the timeline down and made it six to 12 months, there's an idea called Parkinson's law. And it says that work fills the space of time that you give it. So if you give yourself 10 years to do something, it's going to take 10 years. If you give yourself 10 months, then you might be able to find a pathway. If you make that 10 months a commitment, you might not get there in 10 months, but you're going to make dramatically more progress. And your time is going to go a lot slower. You're going to be ultimately stretching a lot more in a given day because you've, you've got a lot more of that intense timeline. And as someone who is an author, I know that when I give myself a deadline, I actually get to work. There's something about that. Uh, in psychology, they call that forcing functions. It's about creating external factors that ultimately lead you to doing what you want to do, shaping an environment that ultimately allows you to be the person you want to be. Your current self is not who you are. And as you get more and more committed to your future self and adapting and finding new and effective pathways, you can become anti-fragile and you can continuously transform your past so that your past is a goldmine propelling you forward. Your past is an asset that keeps paying you back rather than a liability that keeps sucking you dry. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I love you. If you have not yet read my book, 10X is Easier Than 2X with Dan and Sullivan, 
go go on Amazon or wherever you want to. Please buy it. If you've read it, would you please leave an Amazon review? That would mean the world to me. Talk to you in the next episode. See you.